welcome to another episode of the Haskin Cast podcast. I am your host, Scott Haskin, and I am here with a wonderful guest that I have just come into contact with. She's sweet. She's an actor. She's a musician. She's a singer, a songwriter. She probably makes an amazing cup of coffee. Let's welcome her to the show, Tatum Shoesmith. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. I don't know if our recording is echoey for some reason. Uh, I'm hearing echo. You're hearing echo. I'm I'm sorry. Yes. I don't know why. Uh, I think it has something to do with the fact that I just upgraded Windows last night. I spent all night doing oh. that. So this was an unexpected twist. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, it just makes it sound kind of space age because this is actually going to air yes. in the future on New Year's Eve when your new single comes out. How excited are go. you? Yeah, I'm super excited. I'm really excited about this song. So I, I was uh, fortunate enough to be able to hear it. And a lot of times I don't get to. It is a lovely song. I love the message that I get out of it. But mm -hmm. what I want to ask you is, because a lot of times I think even with lyrics, even when we're told this is the story, we can still, how we relate it to ourselves is, is sometimes different from what the intention of the song is. So my first mm -hmm. question for you is, what to you is the meaning of the song? Overall, I think the meaning of the song has to do with like self-confidence that's kind of like that underlying meaning. Like you said, it can be interpreted in so many different ways, depending on the person, which is, I think is a good thing still. I think it's about like, people may tell you they know what's best for you and they know what you should do. But I think you know what you want deep down and working on yourself and being alone is like, okay. And I just, yeah, I guess the overall theme is having confidence with who you are and Good. Letting that shine through. And and I think too that that that's that's one of the things that I love about art so much is that it becomes personal to the the person that creates it. You know, you have your reason for what you did with it, and then you have the person who receives it, and that could be a completely different thing, but you both get something out of it. And for me, I think because everyone's experience with that kind of control, and sometimes that control comes from love. But it also comes a lot of times from fear. You don't want to get into the music business. It's really dirty and, and it's tough. And, right. you, you know, you don't want that life because they want to protect you. But for me, and tell me if it's different for you, like you can't stop me from creating. It's such a part of me. Mm -hmm. That flood isn't going to be held back by any wall. Oh, yeah, I totally agree. I mean, there's going to be fears in everything we do. Nothing's necessarily guaranteed. And yeah, like this kind of career is risky for sure any sort of thing like that, like artistic wise. But if it's something you love, it's hard to just like step back and be like, oh, okay, I guess I'm not going to do that now. So mm -hmm. yeah, I totally agree. Now, I, I have to say the production on the song is fantastic. Um, everything comes through very clearly. I don't feel like any of the instruments are intruding on each other. The vocals are layered in there so nicely. I'm an audio engineer, so I'm like, just oh. I lock in on that stuff. Uh, but it was gotcha. very well done. Did you mix it or did you hire for that? I did not. I went to um, a studio about an hour away from me called Forte Studios, and they did a great job. I was so happy with them. I'm so glad I went to them. Yeah, they they really did. Kudos to them for for the mix. Yes. It's fantastic. But the performance is there. I mean, I feel a real passion coming from you about your subject. I feel like this isn't something that you're just relating a story or, or wanted to talk about. I feel like this is something that you're living. And that, mm. I think, is what makes us really identify with a song. Oh, well, I'm glad that you identify with it. I never know who 
is going to relate to it. And I mean, it's it can be viewed as sort of like a girly song because it's a girl singing about, oh, like you you don't need a boyfriend type of thing. Like you're good by yourself. So it's so cool that you can also relate to it too. But I think that's the cool thing about it is that at any point of your life, people will make you feel like you're lacking in some way. And, you know, no one should feel that way. You're absolutely right. Um, and, and it's interesting that you picked up on that line about the boyfriend, because that's one of the, the earliest lines in the song. And so that was mm-hmm. kind of where my head was going when I was first listening to it was, OK, is, are we going with this kind of song? Is this like a Taylor Swift kind of thing? And uh, right. but no, I, I, I think that that was just a. A, a kind of a, a this is what this song is about but it definitely could be misleading in in that way but once you get into the yeah. next couple lines you're like okay this is really more about independence and it's not necessarily a girl singing about being independent it's a person singing about independence that we can all relate to yeah oh good i'm glad it came off that way <laughs> yeah i i definitely think it does um but uh but you know like i said people are going to interpret it how they will for for themselves but yeah. when when it comes to the music, do you typically write your lyrics first and then put music around it? Do you get a musical idea and figure out what you want to say? I I think I've done it many different ways, honestly. When it comes to like writing lyrics, I think when I try to just like straight up write lyrics, like that never works for me. Usually my lyrics end up or start out as like a journal entry because I have like a journal or a diary, which is also my lyric book. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like the process for me. It doesn't, it usually starts with like, I have a theme or I have like an idea that I want to get across and then, you know, just kind of work with both aspects, both like musically and lyrics wise. And hopefully those two come together and <laughs> mix well. Yeah. I, and that's always the the fun part because they can be two completely separate things. Like I'll be working on a piece of music and I'll come up with a lyrical idea that actually spurs a different piece of music. And then I'm like, okay, well, what do I do with this one now? Because that idea didn't work. And, and right. but again, that, that's like the fun of it, right? Because you get all these different um, avenues and it keeps it exciting. I find if you're just writing, it almost becomes like, like a formula, mm. you know? And I think that's, what's cool about you also being an actor because you can take your creative energies and okay, now you're going to act and that forces you to be creative one way or a, yeah. or a series of ways. And then you're like, okay, well, I'm not acting right now. I'm going to go do something musically. And that gives you another set of outlets. I think mm. for me, that would keep it really exciting. How do you feel? It does. Uh, kind of that similar way. I like both acting and singing pretty similarly. I kind of, they're both different, like, avenues they're similar they're creative but one like gives me an outlet to express my feelings the other one kind of gives me confidence and kind of helps me grow as a person I feel like acting really has helped me in that way because you kind of step in other people's shoes and you see the world through their eyes so yeah I feel like I'm learning with each thing and sometimes they mix together sometimes too which is really cool absolutely and and two I mean you're you're meeting a wide variety of people because there are a lot of people who just act or just do music. And so you're, you're interfacing with them, but interfacing with multiple groups helps you grow in all ways, I would think. Definitely. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of different kinds of people. It's, it's so funny meeting all the different kinds of creative people because you have people who are really like energetic and like, they like talking about it a lot. Other people are 
more like introverted and but you know they say the right things at the right time yeah it's so cool meeting all these different kinds of creative people it is and you've had some of your music in some of the films that you've worked on is that right yes i have that was uh that kind of happened by accident but yeah i'm really glad that it did happen <laughs> have you have you been in a theater and gotten to see your or i should say hear your music like in a theater or has it been like on amazon or home video um, most of the short, like that certain short film, it was, we, there was like an award ceremony for his MLC award. So it was like projected and shown in that theater, which was really cool. Cause like hearing the song and seeing me up there is so weird. It didn't feel real, but yeah. I, I have been fortunate enough to experience that as well. And oh yeah, there is nothing I can explain to our guests that are listening in that would understand what that's like to the, to the level, because it is so mm-hmm. surreal. It's just, it, it's amazing. And and you kind of feel like you didn't do it right. Like this isn't something that you did that you're hearing with a full theater right. of people. It's really weird. <laughs> it is really weird. It's like, wait, I did that. How did I do that? Why is this happening? <laughs> and, and to hear it on that speaker system, like if you're in a Harkins or, or you know, like a, a full on cinema with a nice speaker system, it's just like, wow, yeah. you hear everything. And then I don't know about you, but I usually walk out and I, I feel like a hundred thousand dollars. And then I get in the mm-hmm. car and I'm like, is that mix okay? Should I put that up in the mix more? Do I need to change the tambourine? (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Definitely. Uh, You go from feeling on top of the world to being like, I could have done so much better. I can't believe that that many people saw it now. I I should do better. Yeah. Uh, And in a way that can be healthy if it if it excels us to, you know, to push and make sure that we're doing our absolute best. But in another way, it can be really destructive and detrimental. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have a way of like dealing with that, like stopping yourself and going, okay, I'm being ridiculous. I need to relax and just, you know, appreciate what I'm doing more and not worry so much. I kind of, I'm really, I do that to myself a lot. I, I kind of always pick apart what I'm doing. I think I try to think of my past self and how far I've come. And how much like I'm doing now, like, no, I'm obviously not perfect. And I have a lot of things to learn. But if I could like tell my little self when I was younger that you're doing this, you know, she would be proud and like she would want me to keep going. So I think that helps. Absolutely. Oh, that's a great strategy. I like that. Like I'm (laughs) uh, I'm mixing my new album right now. And while I was recording it, I'm like, I feel so confident about the songs. And now I'm mixing it and I'm like, I still feel pretty confident. But when I go to post in social media, okay, the album's out, here's the link or here's the pre-order link, I'll be like, that song shouldn't have been on the album. That song, <laughs> eh, I don't know about that. People aren't going to like, you know what I mean? Like it just, yes. that self-consciousness, no matter how much you do, it's like, it just doesn't go away. Right? I know. Oh, I wish it would. I wish it would just stay away. We could just be confident about it. But I think it shows that we really care about what we're putting out there. You know, it's, it's not like we're just yeah. like, oh, here's my album. You're going to want to hear it. You know, like we really right. care. We do. Yeah. And we want it to be the best of, of what we can do. And mm-hmm. when we feel like it's not, you know, we obsess about that one little thing that we think we could do better. Exactly. Just, like, maybe. like in my case, the whole song. Um, <laughs> um, you, yeah. have, you have some really cool influences. Michael Jackson, um, who obviously is like, you know, one of the, the top artists in mm-hmm. history. Um, but Sabrina Carpenter, that was a, that was nice to see on your sheet. 
I think she's fantastic. I think she's one of those people that could really sustain an amazing career. You know, I I first saw her on Girl Meets World and I didn't know Mm -hmm. at the time that she wrote the theme song to the show, but I've kind of followed her a little bit and she is really like her personality, her, just the way that she carries herself, the passion that she puts in her music. I could see that in you too. Like I, I can really see that influence shining through in your, in your music and in your personality. Really? Wow. I feel so, that's a huge compliment. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's funny to like look up to her because she's not that much older than me, but I feel like I've been listening to her music for so long and seeing like her, her music grow and change too with her as well. It's been cool to see. Yeah. And I mean, her, when you're doing like those kind of big tours, like she's at that point now, um, you learn so much on those tours. And then when you go back to make your next album, it's not just a collection of the things that you wrote previously and experiences that you had with the songs. It's hearing, you know, 5,000 people singing the lyrics with you. It's, you know, all those things, the experience of performing it in front of people and seeing that your music really impacts people because when you're not performing, like I don't perform, so when you're not performing, you don't know the joy that people are getting from your work. And it's a lot more right. isolating. Do you yeah. um, do you get to interact with with people a lot of your fans? Do you get um, feedback on your music at all? Um, not really. I haven't done any like live shows or anything like this is my first professionally made song. Like I've produced stuff at my house and everything but that's like this is my first like kind of real song so I haven't done any live performing so I haven't felt that yet uh I did theater in high school and you know you feel you feed off that audience there but no I think the most most I hear from is kind of just my parents friends you know friends of friends that's kind of what I get and I'm right now like that's okay I just want to be happy with the work that I'm doing and hopefully the message messages that I'm making gets across. So I think yeah. so. And and I've always said too, like if, if you're writing something that you enjoy and you enjoy listening back to it, even after hearing it 1500 times, uh, there are people that will also enjoy it. It's just really then mm-hmm. becomes a matter of connecting with them, which I think is, is yeah. the biggest thing now because there's so much out there. It can be really difficult to cut through, to get heard no matter yeah. how great the art is, it's almost like it doesn't matter if you can't cut through all of that. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many great artists out there, and like so many more people because of social media and the what we're what we have available. Like so many more people are doing it, which is amazing. But like you said, it's even harder to get out there and get heard. So yeah, exactly. So what are your plans from here? So this single comes out today. Happy New Year's Eve, everybody! By the way. Um, so what is your, uh, plan from here? Are you going to do another single? Are you looking at maybe starting to put music together for an album? Um, um, we're still kind of talking about that. We're not quite sure the direction we want to go. I have a lot of ideas, so I would love to do an album, but I feel like it might be another single. I can't, I can't really say for sure, honestly. <laughs> Not sure. Well, and no. there's there's nothing wrong with that too, because I think what's going to happen is you're going to get feedback. You're going to see how people uh, relate to your song. And that may affect what you want your next single to be, or that may affect like a, yeah. an album theme or something like that. So I, I, I'm always torn between that. You 
you want to make your audience happy, but you also should be fulfilling your own self first. Yes. Right. You didn't write this song right. to go, I want people to like this message. You wrote this song because it's how you feel or something mm -hmm. you wanted to talk about. So I yeah. kind of, I'm kind of like, yeah, be aware of what people want and what they like and don't like. But if you're not being true to yourself as an artist, I think that's going to come out in the music. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I'm I'm afraid of like that happening because I don't want to get to a point where I'm like, what what kind of music am I even making? Am I making it for myself? You know, this I started writing music just because it was an outlet for my emotions and stuff. And if it feels more like work and gives me more stress, you know, what's what's the point? But I'm not enjoying it anymore. And like you said, like listeners will be able to tell that too. Absolutely. And I think it, in, especially in your vocals, I think it'll make the biggest difference in your vocals, because if you're not feeling what you're singing, how can you yeah. sing it so that other people will feel it too? Right. Exactly. Definitely. So in, in with this song, did you sit down and say, here's what I want to talk about? Or did you just kind of feel it in the moment and just start writing? I actually had like 80, like 90% of the lyrics done. So I had that message there. Um, we changed like the melody because obviously when, when I'm first like writing the song, it's all like an acoustic. So it's just like piano and that. So we switched the melody, but I kind of always had that message there, I guess, for this song anyway. And then I talked with them and they got me in a direction. I knew I wanted it to be more upbeat. So it felt like like more of a confidence song rather than like a dramatic song. And yeah, and then this kind of came out. We took a lot of lyrics out. We changed lyrics. <laughs> so it took some adjusting, but I think it came out well. It did. And and I have to say, you picked the right tempo for it because I think for this yeah. song, if it had been any faster, it would have missed the message. And I think if it was any slower, mm -hmm. it would be too dramatic. Yeah. And it doesn't yeah. feel like a dramatic song. So I think this was absolutely like you guys nailed right where it should be. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I'm so excited for people to hear it. I think it's a great song. And, you know, it's 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 tough because I hear a lot of stuff out there today that I just don't identify with. And especially mm. in this style of music, because it just seems so produced and factory pressed you know, yeah. um, that I really love that this feels honest. And I think that's a big part of who you are as an artist, that you're, you're honest and you're not trying to make a song that you think people will dig, or this is how you write a hit, or this is how you get on the charts or on an iTunes playlist or whatever. Like this right. is you and how you feel. And I think that's the most important thing. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I try to be as honest as I can in my songs, just because like I said, they're, my thoughts and feelings. I have no idea how to write a hit song at all. So I definitely can't try to do that. Um, but yeah, I'm really glad that you like the song and hopefully more people do and identify it and relate to it. That's, that's what I hope. I hope so too. And I'll have uh, the links to where it will come out in the show notes. And I want to ask you uh, another question about music because I, when I get an artist on the show, there's one thing that I really go back and forth with. And I always like to ask musicians how they feel about it. At what point do you say this song is done? Oh. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a tough one, right? It is. I don't know. Because there was one point where we're like, is it done? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I feel like it's missing something. And we ended up adding another like instrument to make it kind of more poppy. But uh, 
yeah, I don't, I don't know. In this case, it was a collective decision between the three of us. So that was helpful to have like two other people say, yeah, I think this is, this is it. So I don't know. I don't know how you get to that point where you're just like, yep, that's done. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a tough thing because no matter what is creatives, we want to keep creating. And mm-hmm. what if I added this? What if I did this? What if I panned this this way? And there's, there's too many options almost. And yeah. there's so many sounds available to us. What if I just layer in a synthesizer or a string patch behind that? You know, there's so much mm-hmm. we can do. And so I, I always find it difficult to say, okay, I've not only have I done enough, I've kind of done too much and I need to back right. off things a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I totally agree with that because sometimes you get like too much in there and you're like, whoa, that is chaotic now. And maybe that helps kind of helps you find where you need to stop because then you pull it back and you're like, that's, that feels right. It's kind of a feeling. You kind of have to go with your gut with it. Yeah. I yeah. I think that's it. I, I think it's just so easy to get caught up in it. it. It's like, if you're an author, you hire an editor to, you know, to go over your book and say, say, okay, you don't need this section. This character is kind of irrelevant. You could take them out, that kind of thing. But yeah. other than just like, Hey, check out my song and tell me what you think unless you're working with a producer, like we really don't have editors. We don't have people to come in and tell us we're being ridiculous. So we have to figure that out for ourselves. And it's not always the easiest thing to do. Mm -mm. No, it's not. But like taking out parts, is just making me think that like I had more of like a pre-chorus and we even had a bridge in there at some point. And it just got to be such a long song. Like it's a pretty long song anyway. And I'm like, ah, it kind of sucks to like take out things. Cause like you said, you just want to have all these, all these feelings and thoughts in there, but at some point you have to like, okay, maybe save that for something else or yeah. Yeah. It, and and there's another thing is like, sometimes I'll put something into a song and when I decide to take it out, I'll save that somewhere else and go, okay, that doesn't work for this, but I think I can use it for another song. And then I yeah. have this huge folder of ideas that I never dig into because I've always got new ideas. And uh, right. but they're they're always there for a rainy day, right? Yeah, definitely. You don't I, know when you'll come back to those. And I live in the desert, so there are not a lot of rainy days. Oh. <laughs> so I want to ask you a little bit about uh, acting because you've done stage, you've done film. Is there? Do you enjoy them both as much? Because they're a completely different adrenaline surge, right? Like when you're on stage, there's the crowd that you feed off of, like you said. But then when yeah. you're on film, there's that I can be a perfectionist and we can shoot things until they're perfect and you can breathe a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're very different. Uh, I think right now, I mean, this could change, but I've I've kind of always liked film a little bit more, just because I'm pretty detail oriented and I I'm not really big unless I'm like super excited about something so I really like how on film it kind of feels really intimate but then like you said with theater you just you get to feed off the audience like you can feel how they're feeling and it like drives you to do more so there's great aspects with both yeah right now I'm focusing on film and I want to do more film though I think I just, there's always the danger of that repetition with theater too, because once you have it down through all the rehearsals, all the, you know, let's do the scene again. Okay. Try it this way. Try it that way. And the, the director's notes and all that. After a while, you're like, okay, now we got to do this scene. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we got to do this, scene. you know, and it just becomes a little bit repetitive. Um, like he, here in Vegas, I have friends in, in some of the shows that are like, yeah, I, I love the show. It's amazing. I'm so honored to be a part of it, but 
it's the same thing night after night after night. And so they, yeah. they look for those outside projects. And I think theater can get that way too. Mm. No. Yeah, um, definitely. And with film, you're like, okay, we've shot that scene. It's in the can. The director approved it. We did five takes of it next <laughs> and, you, and you're done right. with it. And and with film, you can also like do improv, you know, if if you mess it up again, you can do it again and improv, you know, that can make a scene or break a scene, who knows. But yeah, I like that aspect of it. And I just I find like the different camera angles to make things so intriguing. I love I don't know. I love all aspects of film because the music, the music to it, it gives that feeling. And yeah. Now, being There's a writer, do you see yourself writing uh, a film or something at some point or is that not something that interests you? I would love to do that. Do I have that ability? I don't know. Maybe one day. But yes, I would absolutely love to do that. It's it's different. I mean, it's it's another outlet, right? So uh, yeah. it's like you can write the kind of song that you wrote, or you can write a rock song, or you can write a hip hop song, mm -hmm. or you can write you know an orchestral piece of music. And each one of them gives us a different uh, adrenaline rush and a different creative outlet. It's the same with that. You can act, you can write, you can produce, you could direct. And every one of those, it's the same thing. So yeah. I, I personally, I like to explore as many different things as I can because I'll learn something that I can right. take to something else. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. You mm -hmm. learn things from other aspects of creativity and then it makes that one thing even better. Yeah, I totally agree. Even even just picking up an instrument and and learning the basics of how to play it can give you a completely different perspective on songwriting. Mm -hmm. I I've tried to learn the guitar at least five times, but I'm just <laughs> so bad at it. I feel like maybe my hands are too small because I can't get the chords. One day, one day I'll learn. But <laughs> I, I'm with you. I have tried guitar so many times and I'm just like, I, it just doesn't resonate with me. Like I love the guitar. I love what it can do, but I, physically it just does not resonate. So I started playing bass and bass is like oh. perfect for me because it's not so tight and tiny. And I think that's what I don't like about a guitar is everything's like so compact and close together. Whereas yeah. a bass, you've got space between the strings, you've got more space between the frets. And I, I think that that works better for me. Oh, interesting. That's cool. The bass. Maybe give that a try. I will. I will try that now. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I don't know if you can talk about it yet, but you do have a film project coming up. Are you able to give any details on that or is it too early? Um, well, we have done a mini trailer for it to try to get funding. Uh, we, sh the plan is to shoot in April, you know, with, with films, you never know if things will change, but it's set back in the 1900s and technically also a current time because it's based on a legacy and there's a lot of different aspects to it. I feel like if I went to try to explain it, I explain it really bad and it would sound cheesy. So I'm not going to try to. <laughs> I appreciate called. that. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to make it look bad. If, if you would send me the link and I'll put that in the show notes so that people can check that out. And then uh, does that, does the trailer have the link to the fundraiser? Um. Yes, I believe it does. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah. So I'll have that out there for everybody to check out. And I'm looking forward to seeing okay. it too. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of period pieces because I don't find those times interesting. Like, like whatever time you're in mm -hmm. when like the technology is the best or whatever, like that's the most exciting. Um, mm -hmm. so like there's very little that I've gone back and watched and gone, okay, this is good. But there are some things that I'm just like, I kind of want to be there. 
Yeah. You know, they just, right? they just suck you right in. They do. Yeah. I think the outfits are cool too, <laughs> honestly. Was it uncomfortable though? That's like a lot of clothes and a lot of restrictive clothing sometimes. I'm actually, uh, my character is poor. So I had very, very minimal, um, but we shot on a very not warm day. So it was, it was cold. I wish I was, I wish I had more, but yeah, no, it felt cool to be in that seeing everyone else dressed up, all the extras with the type of clothing too. I was like, oh yeah, this is cool. Gets you more in character too. Right. Oh yeah. Well, I would think so too. I would think that would make a big difference. Um, some of my friends that are in, in like Cirque du Soleil shows and they're like maybe a musician, a singer that's up on a balcony that you can't really see their face that well, but they're, they're out there in full makeup. And I'm like, mm. why do you have to do that when no one can see it? And they, they, most of them respond with, it's part of that character. Like that's how you feel. I'm this person in this role instead of I'm Jane Smith as a singer on this balcony. Right. So yeah. I, I get that, you know. Yeah. So I'm really excited for you. Everyone check out the single. And what is it called? It's called Are You Clapping? <laughs> and and it, it is a great song. It really is. I'm not saying that just because you're on the show. Like I, I just listened to it back before we started our meeting. And I'm like, yeah, I, I think this is a cool song. So everybody check it out. Click the links in the show notes. I'll have the notes on where you can follow her and, and watch her career grow, which I'm excited to do. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been great talking to you. My pleasure. And again, if uh, if we've got Echo on the recording, I don't know what the hell's going on. I'll get it figured out. <laughs> but it added it. It added a nice ambience, I think. Yeah. <laughs> We're just in space. There you go. <laughs> like you said, it's futuristic. It's yes. a theme. Well, come back and see us again. I'm excited to to watch your career continue to develop. And congratulations. You're you're off to a great start. Oh, thank you so much. You bet. <laughs> We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Haskin Cast podcast. Mm -hmm.